0: Welcome to At the
1: Table
2: with Darlene. Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. We are so glad that you are joining us. As always, we appreciate the listeners, and we would really love to hear from some of our listeners. It would be great to get a text or an email from you to let us know how you're enjoying the podcast, or some things that you would like to hear from we uh hear about or for us to talk about we would really enjoy that well, Chris, tonight, uh you're not overcrowded on that side, right?
0: Nope, I got my legs out,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, you're you missed- feel lonely.
0: I'm looking at the mess that your husband made,
2: oh, yeah, that was from the last one, right? yeah, yeah, he's when looking- he
0: does like that, stuff like that, he's yours, oh. Yeah, right. He's, okay. he's not my associate producer. He's he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's your husband.
2: You're gonna have to. One of us is gonna have to get him to clean up his side of the table if he insists on sitting by you. He at least needs a place matter. I just something.
0: wonder what his side of the bed looks like.
1: I've seen
2: it. No comment. So have I. But Similar. I think she cleaned it. No comment. So yeah. <laughs> uh, but we have Tiffany with us tonight. We do. So Tiffany, we're glad that you can. Be actually sitting in the studio with us. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Jessica was trying really, really hard to make it.
0: She, she... got stuck at Walmart. <laughs> I feel and for her. Literally, Wait. she was waiting there and then finally called grocery pick and like, oh, you weren't even on our board. Oh, wow. 45 oh minutes. Oh,
2: my goodness. Was she doing a pickup?
0: Yeah. She could have shot for groceries and that. That's oh, crazy.
2: yeah. Yeah. So oh, she's yeah. still trying to Yeah. make it all happen. But we do miss you, Jessica, but we understand totally 100%. And, of course, the pastor's gone. He's out of town for a few days, and so uh, you have to sit on that side wall by yourself. So that means you have to talk twice as much tonight, Chris, as normal. Well,
1: he has a bunch of random coffee cups that he could
2: talk to, I guess. Why do we have? Well, we have all these coffee cups on here. For They're the- empty. Well, I know we only fill them before when somebody comes. They're here
0: for a show. Yeah,
2: obviously. But but we're the only ones here. It's like
0: when when you decorate a table with all the stuff. (laughs) That's right. This
1: looks like diner gone bad. (laughs) (laughs) This
2: is not Uh, cute. (laughs) Well, actually, they just all end up in here so they're clean so that when we have a table full and they all want something to drink, then they're clean. But, yeah. Since, uh, Maybe we should send these to our listeners. Cause yeah. Last Wait.
0: time we had a pile of snacks, but we don't have uh-huh. that.
2: We did sitting on the table. Really? He, yeah, he actually had enough for two two different ones. Yeah. You
0: didn't. weren't here last I time, wasn't. were you?
2: No, you called me at home. No, <laughs> not last time. Not last time, time.
0: Before last, last time, time he thought it would be a great idea. There was two full size candy bars here and his iPad. This is what this is. <laughs> he thought it'd be a great idea to take the candy bar and his pocket knife out and start slicing the candy bar with the wrapper still during on it, it during the podcast and start passing it to everyone like a I charcuterie board. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. And so what wasn't eaten? Did you yell at him?
0: No, no. no. I, you know i have given up on that.
2: Did he get the stink eye?
0: Oh, and that's where all the chocolate came from. And he started taking the cho- chocolate shavings and put it in his coffee, and he tried to give me chocolate <laughs> shavings. This is all during the podcast.
1: Oh, my god so I'm sorry y- I
2: missed that. Yeah, we, we kind of missed your shenanigans, huh? Oh,
1: Alex was here, right? This Alex wa- got yes. to. Yeah. Got this last to, one. He got yeah. to watch him, yeah, got
2: at work. To observe yeah, observe <laughs> it at work. So, actually. That's funny. Actually, there's not a lot going on at the table tonight no. as far as uh, distractions. we got the
0: OG crew minus uh, <laughs> Christy. Christy. Yep.
2: Yeah. We're missing Christy. Yeah, she's got come, babies. Come see us, Christy. Yeah, Christy Hale has got two babies that she's taking care of right now, and so she's She's staying really pretty busy. Yeah. So. Well,
0: but the original gangsters are here. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Original gangsters. It really is true because the ones that have stuck it out the most. Uh,
0: we do have the highest podcast count between the three of us.
2: This is true. <gasps> yeah. This is true. Now, if we added them all together, we really yeah you know, we've done great. What number are we on? One thirty-eight
0: or nine? I don't know. I think yeah. 139. Somewhere like that, yeah.
1: You've been doing this a while,
2: huh? We have. It's been a, such a beautiful trip. We're so thankful, and, and thank you, Chris. I mean, my goodness, you have just been the glue that stuck this together, and so we're... That's true. It really is true, and, and, do it and I know he doesn't, he doesn't want us well, to I can be to real say, sticky. But, yeah, <laughs> he is the sticky glue that keeps the us stickler. together. Yeah. The stickler, yeah. <laughs> He's the one that manages... Uh, I just worlds. come for the coffee. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, and the entertainment sitting <laughs> around the table. It is entertaining. I,
1: I do think it would be kind of entertaining if we had video occasionally. I know. <laughs> we
2: have we talked about that. Honestly. I don't know if anybody would watch it, but we would get a kick yeah. out. I
0: usually am in a better mood when we leave here, though. I really yeah, am. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. usually I come in a little bit of a funk and I leave mm-hmm. pretty yeah, enlightened. It, it
2: really is. And, you know, if if our listeners, if, if that happens to them then we have accomplished a goal. You yeah. know, I mean, we want to talk about things that people care about, and there's so many things. We've had wonderful, wonderful guests on our program, and we're going to have a lot more. Uh, but if I'm like you, if they feel like we do when we're finished, then, you know, it's all been for something good. It's got their mind off of maybe what's going on. Maybe they've gotten little nuggets about what... Uh, Is happening in our life, and they can relate to it. And
0: I've also gotten to know all of you guys more. I've, including Pastor, including Mm -hmm. some of our regulars that are Mm -hmm. on here, and um, hopefully that our listeners have felt the same way about us. They've gotten to know us more, and and
1: that's hopefully by now the ones who the longtime listeners. Hopefully they they realize how human we are. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, if we're regular, lis- we're regular s- listeners, regular listeners, I know some stories. If yeah, they you, if you are a regu- regular listener, maybe we should be like, we're sorry, but thanks for sticking with us and loving us loving us in spite of our sometimes goofiness. Yeah. we're ab- just we're just
2: ab- We just live our life on the, on a- the Absolutely. <laughs> uh it, it's just really really interesting, you know. Uh I just got a text from Pastor. He said, "Are you in podcast?" <laughs> Uh so yes,
1: we were just talking about uh, him.
2: Yeah, we were. I guess he's he's feeling it or something, but yeah, I I was thinking about one of our listeners that uh, that he listens all the time because he's a truck driver, and that's Rob Johnson. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Rob. Yeah, Johnson. a shout out to you, Rob. Thank you for just always listening and your combat, uh, your comments, and your feedback. Uh, because there's been times when he he would just text, and he said, "I needed that," and he really appreciated it. And so, yeah, he he's always really encouraging, and and
0: especially being alone on the road mm-hmm. if he's alone, yeah. which I think he does, is alone most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, Tiffany, what's going on in your world? I know that uh, this is uh, we're into October, and no, we're not. No, we're not. We're oh, that's right. September. We're in September. Oh my goodness. Maybe what's going on we're, in your world? We're really
0: not even close. <laughs> <Are> you,
2: <laughs> we're not. We just started September. Yeah. But we're, I feel like I'm we're already the in the first o- half. <laughs> 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 well, I feel like we're in October because we got, s- you know, September when when mm-hmm. there's something almost every day in yeah. September for us. Mm-hmm. And so and then I know that October's coming up and we're getting ready for missions month. We're getting ready to go overseas. And so there's just a lot of things going on. And so in my... It's pretty
1: much from, yeah, from September 1 until January 1, we kind of, we just stay busy. Yeah,
2: we do. We kind of shift into, we all shift into good and and probably you too, Chris. I mean, Mm -hmm. you guys at this time of year, it's, uh, I know business business has been up, business been down, business Mm -hmm. goes through so many different things and, uh, but... This time of year, you know, schools are back in, people are in school, and and there's just a lot of things that are going on, mm-hmm. and uh, in all of our lives. And I begin to when it starts. I I don't like to summer to to stop. I really enjoy summertime, and we have to put the pool to sleep. You know, you have mm-hmm. to
0: the yeah. the end of the era.
2: Yeah, you now that kind of thing.
1: You should try putting trash bags on top of it. I saw that on the internet. Someone took black trash bags and put on top of their pool to make it stay warmer longer. Oh. Because it would attract the
0: sun. That sounds well, like a real mess. It does. it does.
2: Well, we actually have. Well, but
1: your solar cover is so heavy.
2: I should say we actually have a
1: solar like, cover. It's not you know? a one-man job. You can no, pull the trash not. bags off by yourself. Yeah, it
2: really is because our pool is so long. And, oh, my and, goodness. Yeah, it is a big job to put the solar cover. Yeah. We only do it usually in uh, May or but something. But you could be doing More it now and extending could. it. But I, it, yeah, we could. But I'm just saying. But that's probably not going to happen because we're thinking now we got we got to close it up. So yeah, anyway. It's time. Uh, but uh, at your office and on, and at your work, I know that you're getting ready now for a brand new season to come mm-hmm. up. Because it becomes time where you start working towards Christmas yep. and uh, Seasons of Hope, mm-hmm. which is such a wonderful, wonderful program that we have in our local area and you've been I remember the first year when you went to work there mm-hmm. uh, you were so excited and you enjoyed it so much and you said That's a long time ago yeah it was but I think there's still a certain amount of joy that you get out of it's fulfilling for sure right yeah. and you want to tell our, our listeners a little bit about what you're sure. doing there yeah absolutely so I work
1: for a nonprofit organization in our county and called St. Francis County Community Partnership. And um, one of our big projects that we do um, every year, and it's com- it's completely uh, uh, donation funded, mm-hmm. is that we um, get referrals from all five school districts in our county, as well as the um, community service agencies and children's division and such, um, for... Kids, anyone from birth to um, high school graduation, because depending on the circumstance, that could be different ages. Um, Oh, Oh. Ollie's here. Ollie's here. Ollie's here. Ollie, be quiet. Ollie, you're on. Sissy's talking. You can't do that. Anyway, um, be nice. um, So we uh, take donations and we provide Christmas for kids that would otherwise (laughs) get no Oliver, (laughs) get no (laughs) Christmas at all. And so um, we help uh, usually between 1,100 and 1,400 kids a year, and they get $75 worth
2: of uh, gifts or gift cards or, or whatever. It, it is. is a lot. Mm-hmm. It is. It, a, is yeah. it is. And it's just beautiful to watch mm-hmm. how the community comes together for that. And then, you know, our sheriff's department, which, you know, Daryl's very heavily involved in mm-hmm. with chaplaincy with that, and, they, every year, they, they have the Shop, Shop with a cop. cop. And so there are a lot of events that happen at this time of year. People mm-hmm. begin to prepare for the holidays and begin to work toward things. And, right. And, and so, yeah, yeah.
1: And we coordinate with, um we get the Shop with the Cop list from the school districts who also get mm-hmm. referrals from there. Um And they, we make, so we make sure that, that families aren't double dipping. So we try to, just like they do, they try to make sure that, Things are, you know, appropriately. Oliver, you're on the podcast. <laughs> Rude. You're fine. Yeah. This is Oliver. Everyone um, getting antsy, but anyway. So it's a really great project, and I'm honored to be part of it.
2: And um, it's really cool. Yeah, it is. It, it's a really great, and and we live in such a wonderful community. We're really, really blessed to have the community that we have here uh, in Farmington. Uh, because there's so many great events that go on all year long uh, for for families and and a lot of helps to help children in our community to get what they need mm-hmm. and to have have the opportunity and I know Chris your shirt shop yeah. has been really involved in a lot of different.
0: Yeah, we've done several things like that, yeah.
2: Yeah, you really have. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: think that I saw, I think you guys did the Shop with the Cop shirts last year, right?
0: And last year, yeah, we didn't mm-hmm. do them this year. We didn't do them this past year. We did them the year before. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everything's
1: been so strange with COVID. It has. I honestly I know. don't mm-hmm. know what year is what. I know. So Thank, confusing. Yeah.
2: Thank God the things are, are, are different. I mean, you know, in our country and in, in other countries as far as restrictions and everything with COVID, mm-hmm. we're all really happy about that. Right. And I know that a lot of people are still, still suffer, still, you know, have situations. The
1: process.
2: Um,
1: so you go from, picture this in your mind. Um, we have two really big school districts in our county. And then, so if we go shopping for those, then you will have, at any given time at Walmart, people find out our shopping days and they avoid Walmart because we're there. But, um 20 to 30 carts just lined up nonstop. And so we go from that. Then when COVID hit, we couldn't ask people to volunteer mm-hmm. to shop. So we started doing gift cards. And so that's what we did the last two years. So we haven't had the big shopping thing. Mm-hmm. Are you going back years. to shopping? Well, that's what we'll figure out tomorrow at the meeting. I think that we might do like a hybrid of it. Give them the choice if they want to. um you know, if you have a gift card as a parent, you can go and pick out what you know that your child mm-hmm. would like. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we also have a lot of sponsors that really like to go and shop from a list, you know. Um, of course, they don't know anyone's names or anything, but we give them, like, the gender and their age mm-hmm. and then some things that they requested. So so we're going to figure all of that out. Well, we're about to – We I start – paperwork starts in September. Mm-hmm. So from now until – you know, yeah. Christmas. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna, it's yeah. gonna be busy. It's busy, yeah. Yeah, yep. it's just
2: it becomes your busy. But it is exciting
1: because oh, yeah. I had no idea of the generosity of our community. I just, you know, lack of exposure. Mm-hmm. You know, really, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. When you just see the volume of it, mm-hmm. of people giving so freely, and people that, you know, are struggling themselves, but but it really just brings out. You know, mm-hmm. the holiday spirit, the the giving and helping your, your neighbor and that sort of thing. It's just a beautiful, beautiful thing that I did not realize. I know how I've been raised to uh-huh. be giving and loving and so on. But we just have a, a really beautiful community here. And sure, we all have our warts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But people are so giving. Those who can do and mm-hmm. those who have to struggle to do also do, mm-hmm. which is just amazing you know so it's it's exciting to be a part of it it
2: is i think something happens at this time of the year too to people like you said people that don't really even have it it becomes kind of like a mind change you know mm-hmm. and wants to do and and you know we we believe from a biblical standpoint as a church and as as individuals we really believe in the giving part Mm-hmm. Because we, you know, the Word of God said that it's more blessed to give than it is to receive, mm-hmm. and and so sometimes that's so hard for for maybe human beings to think that way. But if you get involved in it, there's just so much more there is value in in the seed that that you plant. Than than what is actually given back to Mm -hmm. you, right? And so so yeah, we have people
1: who donate even from out of state because they were raised in this area, or they they have a family member who is you know from this area Mm -hmm. and they heard about the program and so they'll send you know Mm -hmm. a donation and Mm it's it's a really beautiful thing. You start going through our mailing list and I'm like, what are those people from Indiana doing? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just it's really really neat. It's and and people know that they can trust our organization. That's mm-hmm. you know, you have to be kinda careful these days especially, but we're very established in the community and been doing it since nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. That's so awesome. it's a pretty it's a pretty it cool is. program. It
2: is. It's it's been proved and tried and mm-hmm. and the generosity of people is always really touching and and, you know, we're living in a day and time right now we're all you know, that we are seeing so many people that that need help. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just really
1: need yes. help. Oh my goodness.
2: And and we look around the world and and you see the struggles that other countries are having, you mm-hmm. see the struggles of humanity. And so if we ever if we ever withdraw and we get to the place where we, we don't give, yeah. You know, we're going to end up in situations that we don't want to end up right. in because we really do believe in the the sowing and the reaping mm-hmm.
1: and no matter you know it's not always money no you know, because not at all some people can't can't do a financial you know donation mm-hmm. or whatever but as long as you're doing something outside of yourself mm-hmm. you know whatever that is mm-hmm. like dad's message on sunday mm-hmm. you know um just get outside of yourself get outside of your own little box in mm-hmm. your own it's just it it is life-changing and and uh it will become a lifestyle then you don't even realize mm-hmm. that it just becomes who the you more, are the more that you mm-hmm. are around just giving so and natural. serving you mm-hmm. know
2: when you serve it just becomes yep. more natural yep to to give in your service and because and and we're going to jump off of your yours in a minute but please yeah i will <laughs> but i was just thinking you know when you said there. I mean, I don't know about all the people that come and help, but but Mm -hmm. I know in years past, there would be so many volunteers that would come. Mm -hmm. Maybe they couldn't do the financial part, Yes, but they sure could help.
1: Yeah, Uh, we have people who call us every year. Can we shop? When are you shopping? Mm -hmm. I'll help shop, you Mm -hmm. know. So it's a beautiful thing.
2: Yeah, and when, when a community comes together. Mm-hmm. what happens it's the same with a neighborhood yes you know when a neighborhood cares about each other yes and and they help each other and and then you take it to a family when a family really cares about each other mm-hmm. you know a natural family they yep. help each other and then we'll get into the spiritual family yeah you know a church family uh the reason we have a church family is so that we can learn and grow from each other yes and as we do that then we're able to take it outside the church mhm and we become more generous, you know, and, uh, and.
1: That's why that's one of the situations that you can speak about for those who say, "Well, I don't need to go to church. I can just I can watch a TV preacher, mm-hmm. or I can watch uh, YouTube, or whatever. And I don't I don't need a church. Why do I need to go to the church? I don't have to go to church to be saved, which is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. But maybe you can talk about you know. Why going to church? It does help you move out outside
2: of your own self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. I think. I think that we've all we've all found out that relationships and and you I know, didn't like
0: church for a while.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and sometimes that's because of maybe something negative that happened, mm-hmm. and it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, there's just going to be negative things that happen because we're all people. It's you know when you have an accumulation of several families and peoples that come mm-hmm. to a church and then you get a little bit of all kind of personalities, imperfect people mm-hmm. and we're all going to be hurt in church. I mean some of my greatest hurts have come because I've only lived in the church world. Yeah. And and from the time I was just a little baby and a little girl and one of one of the messages that that I You know, I mean, everything I preach, I try to preach from my heart. But one that just really was something that because so many people talked about why they didn't love the house of God or why Mm -hmm. they didn't like the house of God or, you know, all you hear everything. And it's like, you know, uh, I thought about why I love the house of God. Why do I come to church? You know, Mm -hmm. why do I kind of like Lou? You know, he loves Sundays. Uh, But it's in the house of God, the imperfect place. But serving a perfect God, yes, mm-hmm. and 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 it teaches you know through the years it's taught me that that's where my forgiveness came from, and so yeah, there's a lot of people that that have hurt me through the years mm-hmm. in the house of God, mm-hmm. but but they were imperfect also, right. and and I think it's about everything in life that we choose, and. I think a lot of people are sitting on the outsides because they've been hurt sometime mm-hmm. and they don't want to come to church uh, because there's, you know, they always say there's people there that that they know or they don't think live like they should be living. and uh, So those are excuses that, that all the time. And Chris, you know, you said that you went through a period of time where you didn't like church. That was, a, you know, that mm-hmm. was your excuse for not going to church. And, and, but yet all your life, you found yourself going back to the house of God.
0: Oh yeah. I went to church my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Like deep in the church, not just like surface level church, like deep mm-hmm. front row kind of church. I didn't even want to sit in the front row here for the longest time until pastor started making me because I didn't want to be a, <laughs> I didn't want to be the front row church kind of guy.
2: And now you just walk up on your own.
0: Yeah, I stopped fighting it.
2: You're still fighting it? but Yeah. You s- That's because the ushers get hold of you and make you come up there?
0: Yeah, or a pastor will make some face at me. (laughs) But now it's not a status (laughs) thing with me either. Like, for the longest time, I mean, this is terrible to say, but people that grew up, grown up in church understand. I mean, there was churches that I went to that sitting in the front row was some sort of status symbol. Like, if you made it, if you got invited to the front row, you were were a holy of holies, you know, you're... You're in the inner court, son, you know. and That's interesting, isn't and it? And that was so twisted. Yeah, I mean, it was very twisted I mean, because,
2: you know, isn't it interesting that in the Bible it, you know, I mean, it really references to that, you know, put the poor guy in the back, mm-hmm. you know, but bring the one up to the front. Yeah. And then I think Jesus was real strong about calling them hypocrites, yeah. you know, because that's not it. I understand if your ushers set close or... Uh, staff to help pray for people or mm-hmm. stuff like that but just to you only get to sit there if you know and I think
0: that At a church I went to there was even rules so you would get invited by the pastor to sit in the first two rows and then if you got to the first row then there were certain rules you had to follow you mm-hmm. had to dress a certain way you had to pay attention you mm-hmm. had to take notes you had to bring your bible like it was, it was a whole deal.
2: Wow. Yeah. It was instructional?
0: Oh yeah. Like, you had to do those things. So wow. people would, I mean, this is a church of 5,000 people. So, I mean, if you got invited, people were talking about mm-hmm. it. So that, it was like, you know, you watch these old Victorian shows back in the day. It's like a society status yeah. symbol that you make it up there. And, man, that's I just, interesting. I didn't want any part of that right. anymore after that. After I really saw what that was, I want to know part of that ever again.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that's one of the blessings of being a smaller church. I don't know. You know, I mean, we've been to meetings and revivals and stuff, but never really thought about that much. I don't know. You know.
0: It's one thing, in my opinion, you go to a revival, you go to a meeting. Like if I was preaching a revival, I would ask you and Pastor to come to the front because mm-hmm. you're my pastors and my friends, mm-hmm. and I, I would want you close. That's mm-hmm. different. Right. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean that you're but climbing some you're so, saying, some though. some right. sort of social ladder. Right. To, yes. to, I mean, that's what it was. That was and, just an honor thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But yeah, not a social it, thing. Right. Thing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's interesting. So we use a lot of things, you know, mm-hmm. and and so you, you saw things that that just disturbed you, and the enemy used that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the church
0: was more about business and, yeah. and social than it was about yeah. whatever. And then the enemy did start to twist those things and use those things as hurts on the inside. I mean, now looking back that I'm healthy on the inside, I can see, you know, I, for the longest time I blamed that pastor for that. And I don't blame that pastor anymore mm-hmm. because, and I think past my, by your husband, my pastor now, has helped me to understand that I I don't think there was a malicious thing. I, I think there was just... I mean, souls were getting saved there, you Mm -hmm. know. I think I just got so twisted up and Mm -hmm. stuff that...
2: Well, and because there's imperfections to Mm -hmm. things. There really is. You know, there is no perfect run anything because it's human beings are doing, hopefully, their best. Yeah. And the failings, because most people, I don't care who they are, in the back, there's a whole lot of failings and a whole lot of yesterdays. Mm -hmm. And as we go along, every day of our journey, we learn more and more, you know, about ourself. And, and so uh, it's human beings that are operating inside of a church. And that's what God chose to use, the imperfections. And the, the really hard part is, is being, not letting the old, uh, the man Mm-hmm. Our, our carnal nature rule and reign. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, uh, I I know Pastor and I, you know, we've been to conferences and things, you know, years ago that we would go to and you'd go to the big churches and the big churches did things a certain way. They did them because they probably had to do a lot that way mm-hmm. because they were pastoring much larger churches than we were. And our church was a lot much smaller and And you can't come back to our church and do the same things that they did in their no. church right, and so and I think sometimes you know in our younger years, we probably a lot of made a lot of mistakes and did things you know that we learned that just because it works there doesn't mean it'll work here right mm-hmm. and so it's a different culture too it's a very
0: you can't just culture. bring something into a culture Mm-mm. and and expect no. it to work immediately and you those have those
1: things in the big churches they happen step by step right. yeah. they didn't just like okay all of a sudden you know and then it probably maybe it com- turns into a monster sometimes it doesn't yeah. it doesn't yeah. not not how it was intended to be in the beginning right and yeah. then it became like mm-hmm. you said a status thing and mm-hmm. that's probably not what
2: the mm-hmm. original goal was at all yeah. But
0: what, it's interesting, you know. Just people. That's yeah. what happens. To a lot of celebrity pastors. I feel like that. That. Yeah. There's a part of celebrity when it, um, there's a part when you run a, a large church that you are a sort of a celebrity. I mean, Jesus was a celebrity, mm-hmm. and and crowds followed him. But if the enemy can just use that so mm-hmm. easily to mm-hmm. completely ruin everything that you've done, oh, completely okay. ruin the you. The
2: enemy loves to do that. Yeah,
0: and it's crazy. I just watched that new Elvis movie, and. It's really crazy when you think about So he went to the military in 1960, I think, and he'd had maybe two years of success before that. Within 14 years, he went from the greatest thing ever to complete failure mm-hmm. just because all that got to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like he And that's had, what
2: the devil wants to do in, in everybody's but life. But he had yeah. roots in the church. Yeah. He had mm-hmm. very he deep did. spiritual roots. Yes, he
0: he very much cared about gospel and, and mm-hmm. the gospel, and he, mm-hmm. I think that he really did, but it just it ate him up inside because he didn't have any sort of foundation of anything.
2: Mm-hmm. No, he couldn't handle the celebrity part of it, and yeah. I think that happens so much. I know Joey, you know, uh, that that has been on the podcast a few times, you know, in one of his uh, one of the podcasts where he talked about the past and on you know, and how he got into uh working with you know and being on the road and and being with famous people and becoming such a great bass player he's always a good ba- bass player but through the years you know he just got better and better he was a hard worker and just did amazing but but you know he talks about that so much you know because you can get to the top in the church and the enemy will use the same, same celebrity thing, same yeah. that same thing thinking you're something that you're not yep and i i love i and i don't know who said it i don't know how I, you know uh who coined it but i love it where it says if you can't be impressed by praise then you won't be affected if you won't if you can't be affected by criticism and you won't be affected i don't know how the saying is but in other words uh when you reach the pinnacle you're not impressed your own mm-hmm. self you're not impressed by yourself Yeah, you really are. not And then the same thing is you won't fall apart when you're criticized Mm -hmm. either. Yeah, because and I think so many times, you know, if we don't have really thick skin, we're going to get in a lot of trouble. And that only comes through time. Yeah,
0: I think that's one of the things that was it, J.R. Tolkien and the ring and Lord of the Rings really was trying to speak when someone would put that ring on. And of course this is like a deep thought of it, but when someone had put that ring on that power and it felt so good and it felt so they just felt so powerful mm-hmm. but it, it corrupted every part of their physical, mental and spiritual soul mm-hmm. to be wearing that ring. And I think that's the same that's way that's a that, good that, example, yeah. Brilliant. If you can't control the power uh, that that's coming to you and I think that's why God sends I think that's why Jesus I mean I, I think I truly believe that's why Jesus didn't start his ministry until he was thirty, because he had to go through enough life as a man to be able to handle that amount of temptation. Mm-hmm. Right, and,
2: and and the crowds. I mean, yeah. they, he he was moved with compassion for them, mm-hmm. not pride. And and
0: but the enemy tried to, to yes, he tried. He did. Tried, he with pride, tried really hard. The same pride that corrupts so many people. Yes.
1: same enemy, same and pride. Yes. It, it's the
0: exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean. When you look at when he was tempted in in the desert, it was the mm-hmm. exact same things to a kind of a painted picture type deal. But the same things that you know that that pastors deal with, same things that rock stars deal with, same yeah. things that Elvis deals with, and yeah. it will corrupt your soul and mm-hmm. it will corrupt your body. Like it'll start of the soul and it will destroy your body yeah. and it'll destroy your life if if you let it. And that's just crazy if you're not prepared for it. Yeah. And, and then it, I can take it even deeper than that. And then that's why God prepares us. For those things, like if you're met for that, mm-hmm. that God takes you through certain seasons and certain wildernesses in your life to prepare you to be able to handle that. Because I don't, I don't believe that celebrity is all that amazing of a thing. I, and I think that anybody that's truly a mm-hmm. celebrity will tell you it's it's not yeah. that great of a thing.
2: Mm-mm. No, yeah. and Then that's so true. Yeah. And but I think you're right. I I really believe that it our journey. Will humble us, yeah, so that we can be useful to the master.
0: And I think about Joey all the time. I I don't feel like Joey's day of fame is necessarily over. I think oh, he just had either. to go through a, a wilderness season to prepare him for what God truly had for him. Yeah, and I I think about him all the time. That's and I think cool. that I think that he just had to experience that, what he experienced, to be able to handle what he has in his future. And I think after mm-hmm. you experienced it and overcome it the way that he has, I don't know that you could ever be crumbled by it again Mm
2: -hmm. yeah it's when we all look back at lives of people that we know Mm -hmm. and our own personal lives our own personal journey and there is just no way we could get to where we need to go without you know god doing some things in our lives and changing us into the people that he can use and we look all throughout the word of god and that is so true Mm -hmm. I mean, every time... I mean, thank God, I guess, that we don't live until we're 400 years old now because uh, we'd probably have to spend 325 of it.
0: (laughs) The thought of that does not even sound good. I mean, through trials and troubles and
2: stuff. So thank you, Jesus, Mm -hmm. that we don't live that long. But I do believe that what you said, the example of Jesus' life, you know... I believe that he said that so that we could see that in our impatience sometimes.
0: One of the things that I've, you know, I I mean, we've been, me and Jess have been through some really weird seasons lately, but lately they don't bother me anymore, hardly at all, actually. But I've just paused and been like, all right, God, we're here. This is where we're at. Mm -hmm. This is what we're facing. What what am i supposed to learn what am i supposed to see what am i supposed to, let's, let's just face it right now mm-hmm. like just just show me what it is so i can mm-hmm. start just just adapting to it or i want to hear it i want to know it i want to feel it just whatever and stop mm-hmm. trying to run from it so yeah. i think it's so we yeah. i mean i'm guilty What's of wanting lesson? to put my head in the sand but i don't want it's like if we can get through this faster if i don't put my head in the sand then let's do that
1: yeah and that's scary
0: yeah
2: it it's is, caring. but that is so true.
1: But it's necessary. It is. Mm-hmm.
2: It is. I, you know, we don't, you know, <laughs> the word of God says count it all joy when you fall into uh, these mm-hmm. situations and you see them. They seem to be happening really, really fast. And and we feel out of control. We don't know what to do about it. Mm-hmm. And But it's when we like, you know, God, I don't like the way things are right now, but I trust you. I really, really do. And my joy is in you. And I know that you've prepared a table for me in the presence of my enemy. I know that. Whatever that enemy is doing right now, and the enemy is could be that the enemy is tormenting our mind, our soulish realm is getting bombarded. It could be actual natural happenings. But, but, but you're right. If we can get to the place where we aren't falling apart every time something comes, I do believe we'll get through them quicker. Yeah. I do.
0: And I've even dissected that scripture and thought through it and there's a certain amount of awkwardness to set and eat it a, eat a meal in the presence of your enemy and if you're if you're not feeling that security from god because to set and eat in front of somebody that's not eating mm-hmm. there's a certain amount of awkwardness to that so i, I almost feel like that, that scripture is also saying that i would have to find my peace in god and not care mm-hmm. about the situation, the awkwardness and just the pain of someone sitting there watching me, taunting me as I'm eating a meal. Like, I don't know. I just like literally put myself in that position. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I'm sitting here eating with, with God. He prepared a six course meal for me in the presence of my enemies. So my enemies are sitting over there, whether that could be an attorney that's Mm -hmm. coming at me or, you know, um, somebody that doesn't like me or someone Mm -hmm. that hates me and, Mm -hmm. and that's coming at me and I'm sitting here eating a meal with my God while that person watches, mm-hmm. like, am I going to pay attention to that guy, or that person, that mm-hmm. enemy, or am I going to pay attention to God while mm-hmm. that happens? Because if I pay attention to the guy, it's going to be awkward, mm-hmm. and it's going to be uncomfortable That's and good. painful. But if I pay attention to God while it's happening, then I won't care.
1: So if you keep your focus on
2: where it really it's should be—that
0: even though I'm eating the meal, yeah.
2: right—you could be distracted by it doesn't the mean the
0: meal is pleasant the way it's supposed to be.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: When you can keep living your life and doing what you know that you're called and supposed to be doing, no matter who's around and no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing. Exactly. That's mm. that's enjoying the meal in the presence of your enemies, no matter who's there. That's yeah. the
0: enjoyment of it. It's, it's honoring the mm. presence of, of God in that yeah. moment. Because you cannot honor that presence, I feel like. You mm. could... You could screw the pooch on that meal. You really mm-hmm. could. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if I was sitting and having a meal with you, and I was just paying attention to everybody else in the room, what mm-hmm. a disrespect that would be. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. that's a good thought. Really good thought. Because yeah, because he prepares the table for us.
0: Yeah. He bought the meal,
2: and he knew there was going to be enemies enemies that wanted us to fail and not enjoy the meal. When someone us to starve out When
0: someone invites you to a meal When someone invites you to the table They're doing it because they want to commune with you Absolutely. And yeah. you invite me to dinner because you want to talk with me You want to chat with me right. And if I'm paying attention to everything around me Then that's a disrespect to you mm-hmm. And I won't It's mm-hmm. a waste of your time and your money And a waste of my time and my money
2: mm-hmm. So David got a real revelation didn't he When he wrote that Because he had been through so much He'd been running He'd been hiding and But he had that revelation that even though that there was a lot going on, that God was preparing something for him that he could enjoy and that he didn't have to worry about the enemy.
0: Or even the first part of that when God is walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah. Are you- how cool. I mean, I would 100% volunteer to walk through the valley of the shadow of death if God was literally face to face in the physical walking by my side. I wouldn't care about the valley of the shadow of death. I wouldn't care at all. I wouldn't care what was going on around me if I got to literally walk arm in arm with Jesus through it. Like I wouldn't care.
1: Right.
0: And it's the same thing. It's yeah. like if I'm paying attention and not... We could be having conversations. I could be asking him the uh-huh. questions about scripture, or questions about life, questions about future, or questions about my life. I could be asking him all those things where I could be paying attention to the valley of the shadow of death. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. when you're with him, it doesn't matter.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, what a powerful scripture. that. There's so many powerful words of God, but such a powerful mm-hmm. scripture. And there's a reason that that scripture is used a lot and pulled out mm-hmm. because God doesn't want the body of christ or even the world to forget about that scripture right because it's just so powerful and that's what our lives are sometimes you know because uh as david was saying you know he was remarking and he was proclaiming making a proclamation of who almighty god was to him Mm -hmm. and and you know and i think that's the place that god wants us all to get in the midst of our stuff in the midst of our disappointments, in the midst of wanting to blame the world around us, whether it's you know we talked earlier about you know church. So many times we we know and we feel, uh, even though we've had a lot of disappointments in church, and we're we're not uh, we're not naive to the thing thinking that uh, everything about it is perfect. We know better than that. But we have chosen to, because we know the God that walks through the valley of the shadow mm-hmm. of death with us. We know the one that, that covers and hides us and, and ministers to us and prepares a way, some beautiful way to provide for us. When in, the enemy is trying to tell us that this is the last time. You wouldn't even notice. This is it.
0: You wouldn't even notice yeah. the, the valley of the shadow of death. No. If you really were Jesus really walking, you wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. It's like driving through a bad neighborhood and you're having a great conversation with a friend. You don't even pay attention.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's what he wants us to do. Yeah. And, and I think so we, in, in no. our
1: everyday life, yeah. like sometimes our enemy is the time that we don't have. Sometimes mm-hmm. our enemy mm-hmm. is our lack of finances or mm-hmm. our or sickness or mm-hmm. something that we're dealing with. And even in the, in the most practical applications, uh, he's prepared a table for us. He wants to be where our focus is no matter what the enemy is throwing at us. And, it, and it's not, just, I mean, it's, it's absolutely the valley of the shadow of death versus, mm-hmm. you know, being in the presence of God and, and just wanting to crawl up in his lap. But the devil tries to use the little things, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, I'm just too busy, mm-hmm. you know, or I have too much mm-hmm. to do and and keep us from communing
2: mm-hmm. with the father. Yeah. You know, absolutely. David said, I will fear no evil. It's, not,
1: it's the big things. It's, yeah. it's the little foxes, right? Yeah. The little foxes that that yeah.
2: spoil. Yeah. I will fear no evil. And we get mm-hmm. to the place, you know, where, like you said. Chris, we know that he's walking with us. We we really get that revelation.
0: That's where your attention is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That
2: we and we put our ten, attention on that, then we can know that whatever we're going through today, and and those that's listening, you know, they're probably there's some that'll think you just don't know my story, you just don't know how bad it is right now. You don't know how sometimes I feel afraid. I don't think I'm going to make it.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't feel
2: like my family's going to make it. I don't feel like we're going to be able you know, there's a lot of anxious households right now that groceries have went up so much. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to feed, you know, there's mothers that's trying to feed two or three children. And there's moms and dads that's trying to feed children and all. And they have to make a choice on, you know, what we get to spend our money. And so the enemy will just bombard them, their mm-hmm. minds. but But yet when we understand and know that god loves us so much and that he will provide a way he will teach us something that we didn't know before he will you know we may be able to do a lot less uh, or a lot more on less uh, because Mm -hmm. of the wisdom of god speaking to us we can you know and and so i i really feel like uh today that if we can get hold of the fact that what he has for us is so personal. Yeah. It's so personal. He prepares for us.
0: The enemy's not going away. No, never. The valley of the shadow of death, as long as we're on this earth, is going to be there. It's there, yeah. The enemy, outside of our table, while he's preparing us his course meal for us, is still going to be there. Yeah. And the quicker that we understand that, I think the better off we're going to be. The problems aren't going Instead away.
1: Instead of trying to run from it be able to sit in it
0: and have the conversation with god while you're sitting feasting and joy what do you
2: and knowing Mm -hmm. what what
0: what i need to learn here
1: yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely
2: yeah that's so good so good i hope it brings a lot of peace and hope to listeners you know and and it's kind of like you said before chris you know it's really interesting because as we begin to talk we begin to share and the word begins to come forth and the word does it always comes forth and but but You know, he reveals himself over and over and over again to his people and to his listeners, to his those that that he is their God Mm -hmm. and because he's an individual God. And, And I believe that that when we get a revelation, when we get a nugget, we get some wisdom and understand how personal he is and and i think so many times the enemy has stole so much from every one of us because we get locked in to what is happening in our life and i really really believe that in the time of lack that's where god can show his most Mm -hmm. to us reveal himself more he loves nothing more than to do something he he's got that table prepared And he wants every individual to know that if you'll put your gaze upon me, and like you said, spend time with me, Mm -hmm. uh, let me have your focus, read my word, see, you know, go to Psalm 23. Mm go Read the 23rd Psalm and make it personal. Make it a personal application today and and realize that because of that, uh, he's preparing for me. And like you said, Paul, go, the enemy's not going to go away. Never. Never. No, as long as we live on this earth. He is going to be present, and he's always going to try to torment God's people.
0: It's just dependent on the position we take against it.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Tiffy, that little saying that you had a well while ago that I saw, uh, uh, I thought that was really good because... Uh, you yeah,
1: it says, um, when it is all finished, you will discover it was never random
2: Everything so that happens in your life, yeah, yeah. it's never random. Never random. God, Sometimes
1: we say, "Why? Oh my why? gosh! Yeah. Why in the world? Where did this come from?"
2: Yeah, God but just. I believe uses, one day
1: we'll know it yeah. wasn't random. It
2: was part no, of the plan. yeah, He used this life situation to, to mold us and make us. We get back on the Potter's wheel and mm-hmm. say, "God, I don't understand. I don't even like this, but I trust You." Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when we can see God do just miraculous t- things. T V I I want you to look up Psalm 23 and uh, maybe in the message or something or whatever version you want. I want you to read that before we go off, because I feel that there's people today that really, really need a word from God. You know, I know that we're very casual when we come on. We always have fun. We laugh. Uh, we've had we've had podcasts where they were just overwhelmingly sad and we cried tears over them. But there's times where. You know, we've had tears uh, of real when God has just really touched our hearts. And mm-hmm. and I believe that every, every time we have a podcast that uh, God wants to give a word to someone that's listening that you're going to feel encouraged. Tiffy, will you just read?
1: Sure. Psalms 23. This is from the message. Okay. Uh, God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. You have bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from true to your word you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction even when the way goes through death valley I'm not afraid when you walk at my side your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure you serve me a six course dinner right in front of my enemies you revive my drooping head my cup brims with blessing your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life I'm back
2: home in the house of God for the rest of my life So good. It is. So good. Mm -hmm. I would really encourage you to uh, take that scripture, read it from different translations, Mm -hmm. and and meditate on it because David, he was declaring something, you know, revelation, and hopefully revelation has been imparted to someone today because I always believe that every podcast, there is someone that will get something, a nugget that will help translate Uh, Form your life, because Mm -hmm. that's what God is into is transforming our life. And we've all had days where we we've tasted of something that's been bitter Mm -hmm. that hasn't been easy. Mm -hmm. But and David had been through so, so much. And but yet that was his proclamation. And we can have that proclamation today, no matter what we're going through, because God has the table for us. And it's all set, and it's all ready, and he just wants you to come and sit, and enjoy and visit, Chris. Mm-hmm. That's what he wants. I enjoy I appreciate your sharing tonight. Yes, it was so good, and uh, I'm thankful to God for His Word that comes forth. And so, whatever is going on in your life, whatever you you need, uh, God's got the answer. And I would really want to encourage. If you're sitting out there and you've listened tonight and you've thought, uh, yeah, I don't really care for church anymore. I don't really like to go. A lot of hypocrites there. I know this about that one. I know something on the pastor. I know something on. I don't like the pastor's wife. I don't like, like like what she wears. I don't like the some of the team. I just don't. And so you're sitting there and you're saying all the things that you don't like and that you don't want. But take a moment and let God minister to you because you are accountable for all of your excuses you make. And every time that I have been upset and aggravated at somebody or something, it always came back to me Mm -hmm. of my heart. And so I just pray that God deals with the heart's. And that we truly repent and we will let God deal with his man and woman of God, our brothers and sisters. We will let God, we'll pray for them so that God's victory will come uh, come back in their lives if they've been defeated by the enemy in any way. And I encourage you to get into a church, find a church body. You know, not every church is going to be a church for you, but there is a church if you truly love god and you want to grow there is a church that you can hook up you can find your tribe Mm -hmm. you can do it and i just encourage you to do that get back to the house of the lord why do i love the house of the lord because it's his house that's why i love it and because god's people imperfect as they are i get to worship with them and and so i love the house of god and and so i can't use the excuse even though that was where I saw all the failures, all of humanity, but it only made me love God more because I know that God is a forgiver because he forgave me. So mm-hmm. I just pray for for all of you that's out there that you'll let God uh, deal with your hearts and you'll find a local church somewhere to go and be part of. Tiffany, would you pray for our audience tonight? Sure.
1: Father, we come to you right now and we just thank you for this time that we've had together with our listeners God, I pray that you would uh, that they would feel inspiration, God, to to make the steps that they need. God to make the change, Father, to uh, to draw closer to you, Father, and to change their focus to you, God. In in the middle of their their death valley, God, in the middle of their hurt, in the mm-hmm. middle of their pain, their insecurities, their worries, God, help them to focus on you, God, and. To dig in your word, Father, and to just know that you have a plan, you have a purpose, and that you're, it's not random, God, that you're there, Father. And we just pray blessings on every listener, God. We pray that they would just uh, have hope like never before. And we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, amen.
2: Amen. Until the next time, at the table with Darlene, may the peace of God rule and reign in your hearts. Shalom.
0: Thank
1: you for joining us today at At the Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at DarleneSolidRock at gmail.com Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At the Table. You can also check us out at darleneroads.org. Also at WAWMinistries.org Thanks again for joining us and at the table with Darlene.